Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Everybody. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning, Jesus. Good Thank morning, you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your love. Thank you, Jesus, that you are always with us. Thank you that you are here now. We are in your presence. We come to you, Lord. We'd rather not be anywhere else. We thank you, Lord. You give us your spirit. You give us everything we need. You give us everything we have. Thank you, Jesus. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. For you are worthy of it all. You alone are the from and the two of things. The Alpha, the Omega, the Maker. The author, the finisher. And that is what gives us the confidence, Lord, that you always complete every good work that you have started in us. The finisher. This is what your word in Philippians 1 verse 6 tells us. And we hold our faith on with that. That every good work that you have started in our lives. That no matter the delays it has experienced, no matter the storms it is going through, no matter the challenges that we may have, you will complete your purposes that you have started. For Romans 8 verse 28 says, In every situation you work for the good of those who love you and whom you have called according to your purposes. And every member of this house, Lord, comes under that purpose. So we trust in that finisher. We thank you, Lord. We enter your gates with thanksgiving in our hearts. We enter your courts with praise. We enter the Holy of Holies of the Most High through the blood of Jesus that he shed for our sake through his substitutionary sacrifice for us that all sin might be taken away from those who acknowledge him and believe on him that we might have that right to be called sons of God just as we have reflected yesterday. The heirs to his kingdom and if heir, then we inherit all the good. We inherit all his blessings that he has covenanted to our forefathers. And we also inherit the authority that comes from his son, Jesus. The King of kings, the Lord of lords, the Lord of hosts, the one who is called faithful and righteous and true. Who sits on that throne, exalted high above all principalities and powers. In the heavenlies. And through his blood we are seated with him. In that authority we thank you father. That you make known to us. Who we are. What is our identity. And what is our position. We thank you Lord. And as we make our prayer this morning. We call on your name. With that confidence and faith. The name of our maker. Our creator who is able to make every grace abound towards us that we shall be found lacking nothing. The one who is able to do exceedingly abundantly more than we can ask but also more than we can even comprehend in our imagination. He is much bigger than that. We shall not fear. He is the lifter of men. The one who is high and lofty and inhabits eternity. He is the preserver of men whose hand is not short to redeem. 
And today we reflect on calling on that same God, that same Father, but this time as a friend. We pray in the name of his son, Jesus, the one who came to us offering friendship. The one who is that friend that sticks closer than a brother, who laid down his life for us in substitution, took on all pain, took on all shame, took on all suffering, so that by his stripes and wounds there might be released healing, there might be restoration, there might be redemption, and a door might be opened to us to return us to the house of the Father, access provided. We pray in the name of the Lion of Judah, the rider on the white horse who leads us on the day of our battle, the one who covers our head in that day of battle, that it might be protected through his salvation, the helmet of salvation, the one who holds the key of David, so that what he opens, no one can shut. And what he shuts, no one dare open. He is the one who was, who is, and who is to come. The eternal word of the Father. The one who shall judge the quick and the dead. And is given to us as our daily bread. We thank you, Lord. And we pray in the name of His Spirit, the Spirit of the Living God, the Spirit of Jesus, the Spirit of Truth, the Spirit of Life, the Seal of the Age to Come, the Scepter of the King of Kings, the Lord in the midst of His people who is mighty and does wondrous things, the One who hovers over every void and dead situation and circumstance in our life, so that at the spoken word of the Father, when we exercise through faith our God-given authority of creation, it is He who fulfills it when we call the unseen into the seen. It is He who heals our backsliding partners with us to lift us up from the pit, from every dark and deep pit, to be raised up into light, into life, into authority, into abundance, into dominion. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and your spirit and the gift of prayer to combine these so that the formula of creation is complete. When we speak in faith with a heart that is born again in your kingdom, that is brought to life in the spirit. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the angels and destiny help us. To fill every gap in our life and we dispatch them, Lord, today. We activate our angels, we activate our destiny helpers, we call them to us from the north and from the south and from the east and from the west to come forth to fulfill the will of the Lord in our lives this day. We thank you, Lord, that you have plans to prosper us. Then we align ourselves, our dreams, our ambitions, our hope and our speaking with that plan. That plan which you have written for us when you knew us in our mother's womb, even before we were born. Let it be brought to fruition, Father, for your glory. As we make our prayer in our reflection this day, Lord, I cover and seal every word we speak, every prayer we make, as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by your precious blood, Jesus. 
We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism and any kind of natural disasters or spiritual attacks. We thank you, Lord, that you grant us the wisdom for dominion. That you grant us your spiritual gifts for dominion. That you grant us the presence and the power of your spirit. For it is not by might, not by any other power, but by your spirit. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead, that now lives in us. I command angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus over this house, Father. And I declare divine exemption from all these calamities and challenges to every member of every family that is part of this house in the name that is above all names, the name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11 that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and return, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower, and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out of my mouth this day. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it when I send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Just as your word in Ezekiel 12 verse 28 says, Lord, we speak this in faith. None of my words will be delayed any longer. Whatever word I speak, will be fulfilled completely and on time in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for that power of life on our tongue. And thank you for the discernment to choose life in every situation that we are confronted with every single day. Thank you, Lord. Yesterday, we reflected on how to approach God as a father. We are reflecting on Luke chapter 11. Jesus teaching us to pray. Yesterday's verses were from Luke 11, 2 to 4. Today we look at the second approach or the second realm of prayer that he taught us there in Luke chapter 11. Approaching God this time as a friend. We are continuing on his teaching from verse 5 onwards. That is Luke 11 verse 5 to 8. And he taught there, suppose you have a friend and you go to him at midnight and say, friend, lend me three loaves of bread. A friend of mine on a journey, a friend of mine on a journey has come to me and I have no food to offer him. I suppose the one inside answers, don't bother me. The door is already locked and my children and I are in bed. I can't get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give you the bread because of your friendship, and yet because of your persistence and boldness, he will surely get up and give you as much as you need. Praise God. Now, both in yesterday's and today's reflections, we see that relationship with God is key. There, the relationship and approach as a father here, the relationship of the friend, where as a friend he would stand.
And if you look at these verses today, not once did Jesus go back to calling God Father. Not once did he mention him as Father here. Completely flipped the scenario and spoke of only a relationship from a different angle, that's friendship. So what's more important is he presents a crisis situation here when he says, a friend of mine has come to me and the NIV version and all the versions in fact say, you go to him at midnight, you go to the friend's house at midnight. The midnight hour, typically one where there is no one to go to. Everything outside, all the shops are shut. So all the resources that you could rely on normally to buy something, to get something, are all shut. A midnight hour could also symbolize the darkest hour in your storm. It's an odd hour when nothing is available. You look like you're cornered and there's no other place to go to. And there's two ways of looking at this situation now. If you can approach God as a friend in our most odd situation, what about when others come to us in the same way? Here it says, a friend of mine who was on a journey has come to me and so I am coming to you. If someone has come to you needing your spiritual assistance, needing your prayers in order to achieve a breakthrough in their challenges, needing an answer, a solution, some kind of ministration, help. And you see that in verse 6. So a friend of the person came to him at an odd hour and this person went to his friend at that odd hour. Someone approached you for ministry or prayers or help and you called on God. You stand in that gap. This form of prayer now takes on the approach of intercession. That's probably what Jesus was looking to highlight here. Approaching God as a father was more of a personal prayer. But approaching him as a friend is more of intercession where you selflessly stand in that gap and you seek to leverage your relationship or your friendship with God for others. And it can go to the extent of God not necessarily wanting to bless the other person when he were to look at them separately and individually, but just for your sake, for your relationship with him to uphold that and to honor you. He may do it. But what Jesus goes on to say there, even if he overlooks that, then there is a dimension of persistence that he cannot ignore. So where the extent of your relationship does not work for you, it's even in your intercession, your persistence might force him to open that door. And that's where the true power of intercession is. It's in our persistence. Some call it the spiritual currency to buy miracles. James 5 verse 16, the B part says, the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous one can avail much. That's about persistence. 
And this is why when a man of God or a preacher or a seasoned intercessor prays for you, you get results. Whereas you have been praying for the same thing for a long time and nothing seemed to have worked. Those two key elements of difference there in that prayer. The relationship with God and persistence is what goes the distance. And so this is where he says, ask and keep on asking. Seek and keep on seeking, knock and keep on knocking and you will have breakthrough. Persistence. That goes beyond the extent of where your relationship with him would stop. These two are key. And this is where I am reminded of how Jacob wrestled with God. While on his way back and he sent his family and his cattle on ahead back home, he stopped at Bethel to sleep there overnight, knowing that there was a presence of God there and he didn't want to let it go this time. And the Bible records that he wrestled with God there. And saying, I will not, he wrestled with him up until dawn, saying, I will not let you go until you bless me. That was his persistence in prayer. That persistence is key. An approach to God as a friend in our relationship with Him can take our prayer to the next level, to the point of achieving outcomes. Tomorrow we shall look at Another instance of persistence in prayer. When we reflect on the third type of our approach. For personal prayer, you can call on a father. For intercessory prayer, you can call on a friend. But when a father or a friend don't answer, then what do you do? You knock on the door of a judge. We shall look at that third approach of prayer in tomorrow's session. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that our understanding be opened to your ways. The revelation that you are pointing to us in here, the form of prayer that Jesus is teaching us, so that when we understand this and we pray with that understanding now, then we are praying in alignment with your will because this is what Jesus himself taught us. And when we pray in alignment with your will, your word in 1 John 5.14 says, you hear us. We ask for that edification in our spirit this day, Lord. Let our prayer lives be transformed to a level like never before. And grant us that grace, Lord, of boldness and of persistence in our prayer as we pray not only for ourselves, for our family, for our house, but as we stand to intercede for everyone else, that you send our way, Lord. We ask for that edification in our spirit today. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease that are hospitalized, will undergo any kind of procedures today. We pray for all families that are embattled, that are facing division, separation of any kind. Lord, what you have joined together, that no man 
no spirit, no altar divide. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives. Mindsets, compulsive behaviors, addictions. Especially, Lord, we pray against prayerlessness, busyness, ignorance of your ways. Darkness in our lives. And poverty, all aim to keep your people in subjection. By the blood of Jesus, let there be a release this day. Let every such chain be broken. Let every altar that stands in their way be crushed and uprooted by the blood of Jesus. Let every bronze gate that refuses to be opened be broken down. Every iron bar that blocks their path be cut in sunder. Let all the uneven path be flattened and made straight. Your light illuminate the way ahead, Lord. Let the door to their destiny be opened. Let their destiny and their glory be connected with your throne of grace that provides every provision in accordance with your needs in your kingdom, physical and spiritual, Father. We also pray for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends, especially those that are not yet saved. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And as we release our faith and our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the spirit, we believe we have received, Lord. We believe that this prayer is an answered prayer in the name of Jesus. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift to release your tongue and your faith, ask the Holy Spirit to take over knowing that he will not disappoint. He wants to give you that gift. We just need to ask sincerely. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit together, our prayer of agreement. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sarakara, <laughs> <laughs> 
Papa, 
Scripture that's been put on my heart today is from Psalm 34, verses 17 and 18. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from Jude 20, verse 21, Jude 20 and 21, uh, from quoted from the NIV, where it is written, But you, dear friends, by building by building yourselves up in your most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in God's love as you wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to bring you to eternal life. Holding on to faith, praying in the Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Second scripture that has been shared with us is from Ephesians 3.20, again quoted from the NIV, where it is written, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. Father, grant us that recognition, realization of your power that is at work with us, the extent to which it can go. And let it be harnessed completely for your glory. A third scripture is from Colossians 1 verse 9, quoted again from the NIV where it is written, For this reason, 
since the day we heard about you. We have not stopped praying for you. We continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of his will through all the wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these morning encounters, Brother Savio's powerful reflections, our daily divine mercy and rosary sessions, as well as the Friday Bible study sessions, please share links for Zoom and YouTube with your family and friends. Encourage them to join and receive of the same blessing that you are enjoying. If they can't make it to the live sessions, you can also point them to the recordings that are stored on our YouTube page, our Facebook page, as well as a Spotify podcast page. Also a reminder about tomorrow's Bible study session. The topic is a continuation in our series on living by faith and not by emotions, the fifth part. And we will learn how to deal with emotions, how to take authority over emotions, living by faith and not by emotions. And finally, how to master emotions with joy and peace. Now this series will help us to learn how to master our emotions instead of having emotions govern our lives. To rise above and beyond them, to master them. This is a very powerful session, eye-opening. We shall share links for family and friends to join on YouTube. We shall share that on our Telegram group. It's already on our Facebook page. We'll also add it on our YouTube page. Please spread that message. Invite others to come. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank, Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. God bless everyone.